Hi, this is Doug Beecham. Thanks for joining me on this podcast. Uh, we've got a series of podcasts going on now about preaching. And I want to continue that again. If, you, if you're just joining me, I hope you'll go back. Uh, they are identified uh, 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 you know, by their name. One is preaching. I think it's part one. And we're just continuing through a series of these. And uh, in all honesty, these are not being put together like chapters in a book. They are sort of my way of, of just uh, freestyle thinking about some of these matters. So just hang in there with me if there's some repetition. Hopefully, hopefully there'll be some degree of order in all of this. Uh, if you listen to last week's podcast, which was a little bit longer than, than most of them, that last week's was about uh, a little over 15 minutes, actually. I sort of shared some about uh, influences in our lives as we begin to hear the gospel call. For me, I grew up in a, in a minister's home, my pastor's home, and have grown up in, to a large extent in, in ministry settings my entire life. There are many of you who are listening who you didn't grow up uh, in that kind of setting. You might have grown up in, a, in a, a godly lay leader's home. And a lot of you, you might have grown up in an environment where you never even heard about Jesus. Uh, your, your home environment might have just been absolutely chaotic and, and no awareness whatsoever of, of the good news of the gospel and, and, and dysfunction characterizing your home. And yet, you have heard the gospel call. You, you responded in saving faith to Christ, and then you heard God call you. And that's an absolutely wonderful thing. I, uh, I want to sort of continue this thing about being called, and I want to make a comment about that in regard to, uh, uh, to men and women. Uh, I'm very grateful that in the Pentecostal Holiness Church, we believe that the Bible... Uh, within the whole scope of the teaching of the Bible, that women are called as well to preach, that women are called to pastor, uh, that w women can uh, uh, respond to the call of the Holy Spirit. Uh, that was never a question for me growing up. In my dad's uh, church in South Norfolk, Virginia, we would have women uh, who would uh, come and preach with some frequency. Uh, I remember uh, Sister L.B. Edge, a name that for you, some of you that are older, you might remember that name. And others of you, particularly uh, Sister Katie Campbell from uh, the western part of Virginia. Uh, Katie Campbell came regularly, in fact, so often uh, that she became known as Aunt Katie to me as a boy growing up. Uh, she would come and she would preach. There was no question about her standing in the same pulpit that my dad stood in. Uh, she was loving. Uh, she loved the Word. She would sing. One of the characteristics about her was that she would sing. Little did I know that when I entered into my 20s uh, that her son, the late Reverend Carl L. Campbell, would invite me to come and be his associate pastor while I was a student in a seminary in Richmond, Virginia. But I, I remember her. So if, if there are women listening to me about God's call in your life, uh, I hope you will uh, be encouraged. I hope you will know that God, God calls women to serve him uh, just as he calls men. I was a freshman at Emmanuel College in the fall of 1967 when I heard God call me into the ministry. I had... Uh, 
I started I started school and really wanted to be a lawyer and wanted to be a uh, had dreams of being a politician. Uh, but early that fall in October, at an old lecture series held at this Pentecostal Holiness College called the King Memorial Lectures, the late Durant Triggers was preaching the night services. And one night he preached out of Isaiah chapter 6. And in all honesty, there in my freshman year, I had, I had been wondering about, Lord, are you calling me? Is, what, am I, what do I want to do? And this is a common kind of question that, you know, when you're 18, 19 years old, 20 years old, you're asking yourself. It's, 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 a, it's a natural question. What, what am I called to do? What is God's will for my life? And I had, I had one set of things in my mind, but there was something tugging at my spirit. And I remember that night at the end of his message, I went to, I went to the altar. I can actually take you uh, to that church, the church that later I was privileged to pastor for 12 years. And I, I, I can take you almost to the very exact spot where I went and I knelt down. And it was a simple prayer. I wasn't, you know, I really wasn't particularly emotional about it. It was, okay, Lord, if you're calling me to serve you in ministry with my life, if you're calling me to be a pastor, and and in all honesty, that's sort of how I viewed it, uh, to be a pastor. Because then and now, I think being a a pastor of a local congregation is sort of sort of the top of the heap. And uh, it doesn't matter if it's a smaller congregation or if it's a mega church, to, to pastor and guide God's sheep to be, uh, to be serving under the great shepherd, as the New Testament calls Jesus. I just think that's, uh, to me, that's just the best thing in the world. And uh, so my, call, my, my response to the Lord was, Lord, if you're calling me to be, to be a pastor, to serve you in that role, Tonight, I'm saying yes. I just need you to somehow confirm that for me. And over the following days, and really over the course of my life at different points, God has confirmed that and said, yes, this is the path that I have for you. I remember after a couple of days of sensing, okay, this is for real for me. And let me make a comment about that. I've learned, at least for me, one of the ways that I, 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 one of the ways I used to determine, okay, if God's calling me to do something, whether it's a specific kind of act, or in this case, it was a calling in my for my whole life, that that if that thought, if that prompting in my heart remains. That, that's something I really need to pay attention to. Um, there have been times I've, I've, I've sensed something and I've thought, okay, Lord, is this really from you? From you? Am I supposed to do this? And then, you know, through the course of the next hour, or the next day, I, I forget about it. It's, it's gone. It leaves me. Uh, and and I, just, I just don't pay any more attention to it unless it just keeps coming back. Uh, this, that's, that's how I've learned how to help discern the call of God in any particular situation. And I, uh, uh, this whole thing about God's call in ministry was just sort of there in the background. I hate to use the word nagging, 
because God, I don't think God nags us, but it was just sort of there, uh, would constantly sort of rise up and, and get my attention, if you please. I never felt condemnation from it. I never felt that God was attacking me if I didn't do it. Never thought I'll go to hell if I don't do this. It was, it was this, this gentle tugging, if you please, that always remained there. Well, after all of that, I remember I went home uh, and I talked to my, my father one night. I said, Dad, I said, I want to tell you, I feel like God's calling me to the ministry. And I, I remember what he said to me. He paused for a moment uh, and, and he was sitting in his chair and I was sitting on a couch and he said, he said, well, he said, I'm, your mother and I are very thankful to hear this. He said, we've been very careful to never pressure you. We've always wanted you to do what God wanted you to do. But we've prayed that you would hear the voice of God, whatever it is. And, and we, we have sensed in your life that this might be something God wants you to do. That was very affirming to me. He didn't say some kind of warning, you know, you better be sure because this is a rocky road kind of thing. It was very affirming, very encouraging, and I've always been grateful for that. Our stories are different. Your story's different from mine. But God will speak to you in your own life. God will speak to you whatever your circumstances are, and the Holy Spirit will bring to you either His own voice or the voice of others who will come next to you and will we'll affirm and will confirm that this is God's path for you. This is, this is God's call in your life. What I want to say to you is don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to say yes to God. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time.